Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, February 25th, and this is for February 25th through March 2nd. Happy full moon. Woo. I mean, technically the full moon was exact yesterday, Saturday, at 4.30 a.m. Pacific time, so the full moon is waning now, but... There are still some full moon jitters and electricity out there to be sure. Mm. The moon will enter Libra around 6.30 a.m. Pacific time on Monday, and that will put this particular full moon experience to bed. But wow, lots of activity out there. Whenever you have the full moon in a sign that's ruled by Mercury, like Virgo is, there can be a ton of mental activity, a ton of communication, thinking, overthinking, Maybe being a little critical, but hopefully you've had some fun during this full moon as well. The planet Saturn was featured prominently in this full moon, and anytime Saturn is connected to a full moon or connected to anything, really, there could be some lessons to be learned, mm. there could be some delays or setbacks. We could be taking things very, very seriously. No. Yeah, humor might not be as easy to come by. And there might be some hard work to be done. No. Yeah, <sighs> and that's not fun. No one likes inviting Saturn to the party. Saturn always crashes parties. I don't think Saturn has ever officially been invited to a party anywhere. It just shows up and everyone's like, oh, great, Saturn's here. Anyway, this upcoming week is all about Saturn, as Saturn is going to form its annual conjunction with the Sun on Wednesday. More on that in a bit, but the Virgo full moon, this full moon that we're still experiencing for one more day, is also referred to as the snow moon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the last full moon of the winter. Oh. Did you know winter's almost done? Yay. Next time we have a full moon, it will be on March 25th, and it will officially be spring by then. Yay. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. And the next full moon on March 25th, which will be in the sign of Libra, will also be a lunar eclipse. So eclipse season is coming our way as well in about a month. we got spring coming up and also eclipse season. Over the past few days with this full moon in Virgo, maybe some new things came to light. Maybe, uh, you know, full moons tend to reveal things. Maybe there are some revelations you experienced. Maybe you've been productive. Mm. Virgo loves to get things done and takes pride in its work. Maybe you've done like 50 crossword puzzles or read a dozen books over the weekend. Or maybe you've been connecting with others. The Mm. Virgo moon is an active moon, and we have another day of activities today on Sunday. There isn't a ton of astrological activity today. The moon will oppose Neptune this evening around 11.30 p.m. Pacific time. So this evening we might be feeling a little dreamy, a little romantic maybe, Mm. maybe a little lackadaisical Mm. too. Maybe we'll be asleep. Maybe we'll be asleep. Mm. It's a great night to go to bed early. If you do have detail work to do today, it's probably better to do it earlier in the day as the closer we get to that moon-Neptune opposition around 11.30 p.m., the fuzzier things will get. I'd say expect to have some vivid dreams tonight, too. Mm. A moon-Neptune opposition suggests our dreams could be extra powerful or at least extra memorable. So go out there and have some extra memorable dreams tonight. Whatever that means. Right. Extra memorable. (laughs) Monday, February 26th, as I mentioned earlier, the moon will move into Libra around 6.30 a.m. on Monday, and the moon will remain in Libra until Wednesday night. With the moon entering Libra on Monday, you might find that you're ready to take some action or make some changes about anything that might have come to light during this full moon. Oh, 
on. Yeah, maybe you've been chewing on some things the past few days. And on Monday, you'll be ready to let some things go or go in a different direction. The Libra moon on Monday will form a trine with Pluto, and that could further empower us to make a big decision or to tackle something that's been on our plate for a while. Maybe we meet a challenge head on. Mm. Also on Monday, the moon will form quincunxes with both Mercury and the sun, so we could find our words are misunderstood, or Uh maybe we misunderstand someone else. Uh Yeah, look out for that. The moon-sun quincunx suggests we might not feel completely confident, or at least our heart and our emotions could be a little bit out of sync. Cool. What a fun day. Yeah, what a fun way to start the week. Another big factor on Monday is that we're moving towards a Mars-Jupiter square, which will be exact around 12.30 a.m., on Tuesday, February 27th, and that square can maybe skew our perspective a bit. It's not really a bad transit, so to speak. You know, if anything, there's a chance things will be looking too good to us during this transit, too amazing. And then when the transit wears off, it's like, where did all the amazing stuff go? Another factor with this transit is it could make us too agreeable. Maybe we agree to take on a project that, under other circumstances, we'd say, no way, but the Mars-Jupiter square makes us feel like anything is possible. But the Mars-Jupiter square will be good for jump-starting stalled projects. Oh. Yeah, it can really get us moving again. It can really fire us up, make us feel enthusiastic. I mean, it's upbeat energy for sure. Either way, no matter how fired up you might be feeling on Tuesday, keep in mind it's still a good idea to keep things you know, in moderation on Monday and Tuesday if you can because all of us will be getting some kind of reality check later this week when the sun conjuncts Saturn. No, I don't want that. What does that mean? Oh, we're going to get to that. No. Stay tuned. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll be optimistic. Yes, yeah, just like that Mars-Jupiter square. Be optimistic like that. Exactly. For the rest of Tuesday, the Libra moon will have some highs, some lows, and a little bit of everything in between. The moon represents our collective mood. So on Tuesday, our collective mood on planet Earth could be a bit all over the place. That's not necessarily a bad thing when the Libra moon is involved because Libra energy is always working towards balance and harmony and it does its best to solve problems with pleasantness. But the Libra moon will have its hands full on Tuesday as it forms quincunxes with Saturn, Jupiter, and Uranus, and it will oppose Chiron. Mm -hmm. The Libra moon does form lovely trines with Mars and Venus as well. So again, it's a bit of a mixed bag on Tuesday. And then there's also a very long void, of course, moon on Tuesday. It starts around 1030 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday. And then it lasts until 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. So that is a 33-hour void of course moon, which is a little bit nuts. During a void of course moon, it can be tricky to connect with people. If you try to initiate new things, they can fall flat. Certain agreements made during that time might not actually go anywhere. A void of course moon can be a great time to catch up on work that needs to be finished. Sometimes void of course moons last a few minutes. Sometimes they last a couple of hours. Or in this case, which again is noteworthy, this void of course moon will last for nearly one and a half days. Mm. Wow. We'll talk about the rest of the week in a moment, but first, I would like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. 
Almy, thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> yes, of course. So I mentioned that the big event this week is that the Sun and Saturn are going to form a conjunction. So that means that the Sun and Saturn will be in the same sign at the same degree. So mm-hmm. in this case, they're both going to be in the sign of Pisces, mm, right. and they will both be at the ninth degree. Okay. And, you know, we'll talk more about this in a little bit, but Sun-Saturn conjunction, you know, that's like, it, it suggests discipline. It suggests um, delayed... Um, Gratification, is that the term? But mm-hmm. like long term goals, you know, you have to put in some work to like achieve things. Um, Saturn will eventually reward you, but it just takes a long, long time. So it's okay. not the most pleasant, upbeat sort of thing. Um, but anyway, I'm going to give you a list of names of, uh, I think they're all actors. Might be one sports person in there. I don't know. The sports person. The sports person. But um, what they all have in common, all of these people, is that they're born when the Sun and Saturn were conjunct. Oh. Now, this first actress has appeared in just pretty much everything. Uh, One film she's appeared in is True Romance. Another one would have been David Lynch's Lost Highway. She was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Oh, wow. She was on the TV show Medium. She has an Oscar and an Emmy, probably every award there is at this point. Yes. Can you name this actress? Patricia Arquette? Patricia Arquette. That's right. She was born when the Sun and Saturn were conjunct. Neat. Yeah. This next actor pops up in everything as well. Uh, He has been seen on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He actually popped up in the movie Bo is Afraid. You and I watched that together. He popped up towards the end of the movie, if you remember. (laughs) I don't remember anything about... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I know where you're going. Yeah, he also did the voice of Bing Bong. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. In the Pixar film Inside Out. Can you name this actor? Richard Kind. That's right, Richard Kind. Yes, okay. Yes, as soon as you said the end of... For a minute, I was like, I don't remember anything about that movie because it was just such a surreal thing. And then when you were like, the end, I was like, I know where he's going. Yeah. Because I'll say Bo's Afraid goes on forever, but the end is memorable, at least. Mm -hmm. Because Richard Kind's in it. That's the right, and yeah. he says, "Hi, I'm Bing Bong, and you're afraid." And then it just ends, and it's like, "Whoa!" Didn't see that one coming. It's such a daring choice. Yeah, it's a real mashup. Really was. This next actress has been, well, I mean, she's mainly well, okay, she's been in stuff, but no way. Yeah, really, an actress who's been in stuff. Can you name this actress? <laughs> she's. Is it Jodie Foster? It is Jodie Foster. Yeah, no. <laughs> she, this actress is best known for playing Charlotte. On Sex and the City. Can you name this actress? Kristen Davis. Kristen Davis, correct. Neat. Has a Sun-Saturn conjunction. Okay. Two more to go here. Okay. This next person is an actor, and he was Jim Carrey's buddy or neighbor or something like that in the movie The Truman Show. And then he played Mm. FBI agent Stan Beeman on the show The Americans. I know. Can you... I know you know who can he is. You can him, see though. his face. Oh, yeah. I see. I, I, every time I close my eyes. Yeah. Me too. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, he's got, yeah, I can see his face, his tone of voice, and everything. Can I get like a hint with initials? N E. Norbert Elephant. One of these guys, his first name, <laughs> there's that band Oasis, and uh, there's two Neil. brothers. Uh, Nathan Nigel. Wait, did I mess this up already? No, I, I think I'm right. Okay, there's this guy who had an arc. Noah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the last initial? E. Noah Eggplant. I'll accept that. <laughs> I feel so bad. This actor has been working yeah. for, for decades. Yeah. Uh, Noah we all, we all can Eldridge. See him. Noah England. Noah, uh, I don't know. Emmerich. 
Oh, yes. No, I I wouldn't have been able to guess his name, unfortunately, off the top. Apologies to him and his body of work because he's a great actor, Noah Emmerich. Okay. Again, it's this another celebrity follower we just lost who listened to our podcast and was like, "We lost Jay Leno, we lost, we lost Noah Emmerich." Yeah, yeah, I know. But Nick Obama stopped listening a while back. Yep, but we're, but we're wiser for it too, and that's Saturn, baby. Saturn is going to punish <laughs> you up front, but then going forward, we'll never forget Noah Emmerich's name again. True. So that's Saturn. Great. And then this last person is a former NFL quarterback. He holds the record for having won 33 Super Bowls. Can you name this quarterback? Well, that's got to be my main man, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, TB12. TB12. Technically only won seven Super Bowls, but that's still more than any other quarterback or any other player. I knew where you were going. So it's still impressive. I was like, listen, it's got to be Tom Brady because, first of all, let's be honest, there are not that many quarterbacks I'm familiar with, Mm -hmm. nor are there that many quarterbacks you'd want to include in this trivia. Right. And he may as well have won 37 Super Bowls. It seems like he did. It seems like he did. It seems like he's been playing for 37 years. Mm-hmm. He could come back and win those Super Bowls still. If Mahomes comes close to beating his record, he will unretire. I think he will. He will be like, hey, hold up. Mm-hmm. I don't care that I'm pushing 50. Like, let's show you how it's done. Mm-hmm. And then I think he'll also do the halftime show. Is that crazy? I think like he'll also learn how to sing and dance. I could see that happening. And I think it'll be great. Yeah. All right. Saturn. So there's your NFL preview for the next two decades, too. So thank you, Almy, for sharing. And that concludes the <laughs> Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. You're great. Thank you. All right. So let's continue here with Wednesday, February 28th. Let's. Now, this is the big day where the sun will conjunct Saturn. It's going to happen at 1.25 p.m. Pacific time. So the sun and Saturn, like I said, will both be in the same sign at the same degree. They're going to be right on top of each other. They'll be at 9 degrees Pisces. And a sun-Saturn conjunction happens once a year. Now, the sun represents our heart, our ego. It's our life force, our spirit. Saturn represents restrictions, karma, rules and laws, pessimism. So when the two meet up, it's possible we won't be feeling as special as we normally do. The sun tells us we're special. That's the sun's job. They're always pumping us up. Hey, you're amazing. You're special. But Saturn says, "Mm, you're okay. So on Wednesday, and you know, really even right now, because even today, Sunday, the sun and Saturn, they're already pretty close. They're only about three degrees apart. So we could very much be feeling this energy already. And the Saturn-Sun conjunction could also be looked at as a progress report. Oh, yes. Almost like a life check-in. You know, we might find that we're taking a serious look at certain areas of our lives, looking at what is working, what is not working, and we might be ready to let some things go or to cut out some things. And, you know, sometimes Saturn will do this work for us. Mm. It just takes what is no longer needed. It'll just take it away. Mm -hmm. So... Look for that okay. <laughs> midweek. Real okay. fun stuff. But, you know, Saturn focuses on hard work. It f- focuses on long-term goals. You know, there's no shortcuts anytime Saturn is involved. So it's not Saturn is not Vegas where you just put everything on black or whatever and you win a billion dollars. It doesn't work that way. It's about doing little things over a long period of time, uh, following the rules, doing the step-by-step thing, and eventually, you know, reaping the rewards. But it's not um, exciting energy, mm-hmm. and it's definitely not flashy, and it's okay. not about getting rich overnight, any of that stuff. It's about lessons. lessons. Ooh. And there could be some depression and some sadness anytime Saturn is involved, too. You know, we could be feeling the weight of the world. 
we could only be seeing the things that aren't working or seeing we're not seeing possibilities. So uh, be nice to yourself this week. Because it's not you, it's Saturn. Yeah, exactly. It's not you. It's Saturn. Love that. Yeah. And it's not just Saturn and the sun that are forming a conjunction. Saturn's also going to form a conjunction with Mercury on Wednesday. So Mercury and Saturn will also be at a similar degree, or sorry, at the same degree in Pisces. And so our communications could be especially heavy or a little more terse or a little more just, again, focusing more on what will not work as opposed to seeing potential or seeing possibility, you know. Um, So Wednesday could potentially be kind of a heavy day or there could be some things that are, are necessarily that are necessary for us to grow some things happening, but it might not be happy stuff. <laughs> you know, it might not be something like, oh, I'm so, so excited this is happening. But in the long run, it, it will most likely put us in a better place. And then remember, there will be that void moon all day on Wednesday still. It will finally leave around 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. And then it goes right into Scorpio. Mm. And then the moon is going to square Pluto. Mm. So there's just... Yeah, Wednesday is going to be, yeah, um, be nice to yourself, be nice to others, because Scorpio, I'm sorry, uh, Saturn and Pluto are both going to be very much featured on Wednesday, and those are two tricky planets that uh, either encourage us to grow or force us to grow, but um, it's not happy-go-lucky stuff. So I think the takeaway for this upcoming week, I know you're not done, but the takeaway, I'll say it again, it's not you, it's Saturn. Yeah, we should start making those shirts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right? That sounds awesome. So um, Thursday. Thursday's looking better. And Thursday, according to my calendar, is leap day because this is a leap year. So Thursday, though, is definitely looking more pleasant. The moon will be in Scorpio all day, uh, but it will be forming nice trines with Saturn, with the sun, with Mercury. It will square Mars at one point, but overall, Scorpio moon is looking much happier on Thursday than it did on Wednesday. So maybe we'll be feeling more upbeat and more better on Thursday as well feeling more better and then friday march 1st the sun is going to form a sextile with jupiter so the sun you know a couple days before meeting up with saturn might be feeling constricted but all of a sudden on friday it's going to bump up with jupiter saying hey i forgot there are more positive things in life or there are we can take some chances or some risks and maybe that will you know lead to good things you know we don't always have to do everything by the book all the time it's okay to go out there and explore and see what else we can discover so by Friday, the sun will be happier. Okay. Uh, Venus will form a sextile with Chiron on Friday, so that can be very healing energy too. And he, cause Chiron represents our wounds and our hurts. Mm-hmm. So when Venus is touching it in, in a positive way like this, that could be bringing some gentleness to those things. So maybe that makes us feel a little more empowered or, again, like an opportunity somewhere to heal, that yeah. kind of thing. And then by Saturday, March 2nd, the moon will enter Sagittarius oh. around 6 a.m. Pacific Sag-man time. Alert. Yeah, so uh, next weekend is definitely going to be sort of a party energy kind of uh, a vibe with that moon in Sagittarius. But uh, yeah, this week is all about Saturn. A little bit of Pluto <laughs> thrown in there for good measure. And um, But anyway, um, watch for, you know, areas where... How do I put this? It's just there, there could be some challenges this week for sure, but just stay optimistic that these changes are happening for a good reason and that they'll put you in a better place in the long run. Mm. And thank you as always for listening. We love you. And I think Elmi's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take three deep breaths in and out. But first, let's get comfortable. You can settle yourself into a comfy seated position or lying down, and I'll give you a few moments.
And I always like to remind us to relax the muscles in our face, unfurrow your brow, let your forehead relax, and kind of just loosen those muscles around your eyes. Don't squint, just relax everything in your face down to your jaw, unclench your jaw, and release tension in your shoulders and neck. And let's take that first slow, deep breath in and out. In, out. And in, and out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following us on Instagram at Something About Astrology and on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend, a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.